This is Jason Cast. This is Scott Nearman. We are MP Local, where we want you to know that you are not alone. I tell you what, Scott, this business is not easy. It has its own unique challenges. This is not about bottom line only. This is not about profit only. We're about mission and changing communities in the nonprofit world. And that is why we started this podcast called MP Local. Hey, 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 welcome to MP Local Podcast. I'm Jason Cass. And I'm Scott Nearman. And we want you to know that you are not alone. We made this podcast for you. We're going to keep it short and sweet, but we are glad that you joined us. We want to make sure you get a nugget out of this. And we want to make sure that you, once again, are retaining something. Something also that I've thought since the last time we did a podcast, um, Scott, is that you always want to think about this. If you go to a conference, if you go talk to a consultant, if you go see something where you're going to better yourself as an executive director or somebody in the nonprofit industry, What you want to really think about is you want to think not what can I gain and take away, but what can I learn and quit doing when we go back to our organization? Because sometimes we got to be able to make room for those new things by eliminating some of the things that we know are just not being effective. But if you can put something else in its place, maybe something that gives your people passion or desire or drive, they won't even notice that the other thing you were doing is not there anymore. And including the community that you serve. Scott, that's just my thought, buddy. Welcome back to this uh, podcast. I'm really excited about today. Absolutely. Me too. Thank you. Yeah, this is going to be great. Today, uh, local listeners, what we are going to speak about is we are going to speak about, dude, this is crucial, Scott. When I saw you throw this on here, I said, this dude runs a foundation. This dude runs an organization to understand this mindset. Especially relevant in fundraising, too. So I uh, hope that makes our listeners' ears perk up there. And what we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about a couple studies that you guys have out there, the couple studies that we found. See, this is what we do, local listeners, is we go get the information for you, make you sit down for 20 minutes, eat a lunch, and we'll feed it to you. So, Scott, what are some of this stuff? What was, what was so big about mindset? Was this an article that you read and you thought, hey, the locals need to know this? Or was you know, this something you were doing in your foundation? You know, we'll put the link out there on this uh, on this recording, but uh, this is uh, actually an image that I had uh, had kept for some time and uh, went out and researched it a little bit more because it had Carol Dweck uh, or Dr. Dweck, um, uh, her name on it. And she talks about in her book, The Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. Uh, she is a, a psychologist and she this is really good. studies human motivation. And so I'd had this graphic uh, floating around in my files for a few years, and I thought, I, I need to, I really like that. I need to figure out if we can talk about that a little bit. And she's talking about the fixed mindset versus the growth mindset. Um, and I liken that, Jason, to a fundraising mindset that um, is either mm. focused on abundance or focused on poverty. And so I think they go hand in hand. Uh, the idea of, as a fundraiser, are we making the pie bigger? Uh, or is it a fixed pie and we only get our little slice and that's that as as folks who promote philanthropy we want that pie to be as big as possible for all nonprofits and for all yes. community organizations yes. it's the same thing in our leadership and in the human motivation um, do we have this brain that is just fixed and static and this is always mm-hmm. what we're going to be and, and all we see is challenges and obstacles and 
hard work and and we're critical or do we see that have a growth mindset and are we embracing challenge and are we um persistent whenever we have challenges like covid this last year yes Uh, and and so they're two totally different approaches to leadership and to fundraising one of the things i drive my wife absolutely crazy for is i like to i hate to say this but i i make my wife and my kids realize sometimes the things they say you know, um, my spoiled son, if we can't give him some stuff, you know, he may say, dad, what are we poor? I say, son, even when we were poor, we were never poor. We were broke. Poor is a, is a state of mind. Broke is a temporary situation, right? This is important when we're looking at this stuff, because when we look at fixed mindset, we could say that that's kind of intelligence is just static. Right. That's just the way we think it is. And then this growth mindset of intelligence can be developed. That's me saying this is temporary for me being broke. I've probably been more broke in my life than I have. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I'm rich, but we all know what I mean. Being able to make a living here in, in society. Right. Um, but that 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 is that is a thing. And I guess if you compare me to Shaquille O'Neal. Right. I could also say that I that I am broke. Right. And because he, I am broke again, because now all of a sudden we compare it there. And I go one step further in that, that the, the words we use of broke, of poor catapult us. Think of the difference of between. Have you ever thought, local listeners, of the difference between rich and wealthy? Going back to Shaquille O'Neal again, which is what brought it up. It's the difference of the mindset. The rich person is Shaquille O'Neal. The wealthy person is the person who writes his check and owns the team. There's a difference in understanding what wealth is and understanding what rich is. We can also take that same term outside of money and we can look at wealth being different than maybe being rich in your relationships you have with friends or family, right? There's all those different types of things. And I want to just stop, go back to you, Scott, but, but words mean things and give you a visual thing of your own mindset. By the words you use and think, you are looking in the mirror to how your mindset is. Love this. And isn't this, you know, here at the beginning of the new year, isn't this the perfect time to be reflecting on our, you know, whatever it is you need to reflect on. I I Mm -hmm. mentioned in our last podcast, you know, I put an article about out about goals and things. Uh, This is the time of year. We all do that, right? (laughs) Scott, Scott, one second. Don't don't forget where you are, the article you put out. But since then, we've gotten a couple emails. Where is all this stuff at? We need to tell them that. We've built these these resources. Where That's can right. they find My these? consulting website is just my name, scottnearman.com. And be careful how you spell that last name, uh, a good German last name. But uh, uh, we've also got uh, NP Local Podcast links out there. I've got a number of external resources uh, related to the nonprofit world. Um, but um, Your uh, blogs, a lot of articles you talk about. There. Yes. Okay. All right. Just wanted to get back to that. Now, going Thank back you. to what you were saying, Scott. Well, and, and, you know, I was just likening this to, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously relevant in raising kids and, and our family. Um, you know, while we're talking resources, let me just tell you, there's another uh, link that's on my website to Life Leadership Company. And I just want to encourage folks uh, to uh, check out that web page. Uh, I'm a partner in the Life Leadership as one of their consultants as well. And there's a lot of resources. There's a there's a subscription uh radio program on leadership, anything from personal and professional development to financial management to uh, growing your faith, number of things, company based out of North Carolina. So I encourage you to look at that as well for ongoing resources. Yeah. Because that's exactly what we're talking about, right, Jason, is, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Dr. Dweck 
in her book Mindset, writes, There's another mindset in which these traits are not simply a hand you're dealt and have to live with. Always trying to convince yourself and others that you have a royal flush when you're secretly worried it's a pair of tens. Son of a gun. In this mindset, the hand you're dealt is just the starting point for development. We all have a hand we're dealt, right? She says this growth mindset is based on the belief that your basic qualities are things you can cultivate through your efforts. And so the idea of growth and the idea of going to these resources or listening to this podcast is that we don't have to stay where we are, right? We can keep changing. We can set new goals. We can, as Jason said, throw out the idea that didn't work last year and move in with something new and innovative. And if it doesn't work, you know, what did Thomas and Thomas Edison say? He said, you know, I know a thousand, 10,000 ways that didn't work. Uh, and I found the one that did for the mm-hmm. one or whatever. And he, and, he, and he focused on that, you know? That's right. Um, yeah. It, it, okay. So, so, so this is important. Local listeners, this is so important, this stuff that, that, that he's saying. And one of the things that you got me thinking about is, is that I've got an organization, I'm a nonprofit, um, our, our total budget, um, our, our gross uh, fundraising income grants, whatever it could be, is $500,000. We'll keep it simple. That executive director runs a great, tight, efficient organization, has great board members that are committed. They're doing what they can. And that person retires, leaves, moves away. They get another executive director in, and the executive director takes them to seven hundred and fifty or a million dollars in two years. Mm-hmm. We can say that the strategies were good, but we already know that the strategies were good. We can say the leadership was good because the leadership was already good. There's a lot of common denominators between that executive director and the one that left, but mindset. They never saw the fact that, hey, as long as we get to 500000 that's where we always get, right? They didn't know any better. The board told them, we need you to grow, and here's where we've been. So as the person takes the job, they already have a mindset and expectation of where they're going to go. It's like seeing the blue car. I want that blue car because I love that blue car. And guess what? No one ever – I don't see anybody driving that blue car or that kind of a car that's blue, right? Then you go buy the blue car. Now it's everywhere. It was nothing more than a mindset of you being able to not see that versus seeing that because we concentrate on the things we think about. So if that person comes in, if you're that person, local listener, and you come in with a game plan, with a strategy as a leader, the the amount of assets or the amount of income you did last year or the prior year shouldn't matter. What's the need of my community? What's the need of the person we serve? How do we find the funding sources and find the people with the passion to help us drive those funding sources and help you with that mindset? Mindset doesn't mean you do the job. Mindset means you become a leader and you cast a vision and you buy get people to buy into that. And you Lead, know, mindset's huge. In a very, very tangible sense, we talk about, uh, you know, I talked about in school and, and had to do exercises on the types of budgeting and zero-based budgeting, which of course Dave Ramsey promotes doesn't only have to do with expenses, right? We can, True. We can we can look at the income or the revenue side and say this this is the goal and this is how we get there. Because mm-hmm. and 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 this is my next blog article, I think. Uh, but I've told my team forever, um, wherever I have been for years, not just where mm-hmm. I am today. Uh, if we do enough of the right things that's when the magic happens. And I'm mm-hmm. sure that's true in business. You got to have the core mm-hmm. processes down. Uh, kind of what we did, you know, circling the wagons and, and getting certain processes finished up and tweaked 
so that then you can really start to take off um, in the future. And so when you know you have to do the A, A in order to get to B in order to hit the target of C, um, you can set those goals now. Uh, whether it is a process change, whether, whether it is a mindset change, whether it is people that need to be changed out, which is very mm -hmm. difficult, whether it is, um, you know, something else, you can uh, set those goals. And, and you know, we don't, um, you know, the article I wrote recently, we, we found that most Americans, about 8% of them meet their New Year's resolutions or goals, about 8%. But there's a few things you can do to drive that up to about 76% likelihood that you're going to achieve your goals. So yeah. that's what we want to do, whether it's revenue or whether it's that positive leadership mindset. I think one of the next podcasts we need to do, we need to do it on uh, mission statement, core values, because that goes back. That's not that's not boring stuff. I mean, that's actually important. When a lot of you um, local listeners out there are having problems with hiring um, and firing, Usually it's the lack and you can't get rid of it. I say it a lot. I've, I'm known for this in the insurance side. If you can't change your people, change your people. The problem with that, and it sounds really good, but it is, is that you have to be able to have a conversation up front at the beginning when things are good about what you expect based on the values of the business so that when that person is not acting accordingly, you have something to pin it back to. What we do is we never have that conversation. Then that something happens and how are you supposed to hold them accountable? We do the same thing in parenting, right? So that, I think that's some of the stuff. I think that that's a very valuable thing that you just talked about there that we need to do that. And there's actually two types of core values. There's core values from a high level of an organization, but there's also core values of how we do our day-to-day -day jobs. Those are actually two different things. We need to break into those, man. That We could load up 20 minutes on that. Well, you, you, and in your, uh, you know, getting back to this graphic, which I hope folks will click on the link in the podcast Please description mm -hmm. um, regarding the two mindsets and, and the fixed mindset and the growth mindset, because one of the things that differentiates these mindsets is the, the criticism, the accountability that you're talking about, Jason. Mm -hmm. are, are we ignoring useful negative feedback? Of course, there's an appropriate way for a manager to give that feedback, um, or are we, very open and willing to learn from criticism. And so I think just like we always appeal to folks to send us questions uh, about the podcast, how can we be helpful? Uh, we want to know what they're thinking. Uh, the other thing is when it comes to people is the success of others. How do we view the success of others? Do we feel threatened by other people's mm. success? Mm. Or do we find lessons and inspiration? Uh, oh, come on. She talks about Elon Musk, you know, so we can talk about these, these big names um, but there are folks that we encounter every day. If you look around, see who is being innovative and successful in the midst of a pandemic right now uh, with their fundraising. If you're a nonprofit leader, see if you uh, have a small business or a membership organization, um, what are other people doing? You know, I've seen two chambers of commerce now, one from our hometown, Jason. Uh, okay. They have brought either a doctor or a hospital president on for a Zoom video and then publicly put that out. I, mm. um, I mean, I think it's a great idea because if you don't want to go, you don't need to go to your own doctor. If you're mm -hmm. not getting your questions answered through the news media, Lord help us, um, how are how are you going to get some good information? So they brought the local experts on, and, and it's a very simple concept, but they're asking the questions that all of us want to ask periodically throughout this pandemic. 
That is right. Man, that's good stuff. That and, and please make sure that you do go read this this article. This is the reason why we read a lot of different articles. We do a lot of different things. Um, and, and we want once again, you don't have time. Um, and that's why we're here for you is to bring this kind of information to you. Mindset is so huge. Um, the last thing I want to say about mindset, which kind of ties back to what I was saying, is what denomination do you think of local listeners? This is something that I talk about with businesses when I speak across America is I say, what's your denomination? A lot of us think in denominations of ones, tens, hundreds, thousands, hundreds, thousands, millions, right? Oh, I thought you were talking Methodist, Baptist, Presbyterian. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the mindset that you have based on the denomination of money denomination, dinero that you think about. And so sorry about that. I, w I wasn't going to go religious on us there. But no, I, I think, uh, which would be a good thing to do, a very important part of every organization. But anyways, what I would think is, is that do you think of this in the fact of what you're thinking in, which allows, that was one of the differences. And you'll notice that that will say, and you talk to successful people. On my other podcast, I've done 500 and some where I've interviewed people. And when we talk about mindset, it always goes back to what they think in, right? They only thought that they were worth $70,000 a year. They thought that the organization they ran at $4 million, because how did those things come? Whenever they were at $1 million, the owner thought to himself, if we ever get to four we've hit success. When you get to four, that's what you told your brain. That's the mindset you created. You set the degrees at 70 degrees in your house and someone opened the door and it kicked on the heater because it went below 70. But guess what? When it gets back to 70, it shuts off. And sometimes when it gets too hot and it goes over to 71, it shuts off and goes right back to 70. Your brain is working the same way. So what mindset are you putting yourself? Have you limited your organization and the things that you've done based on what you thought would be successful and you're now there? That's another part of mindset. And, and not just money, right? It's when the building oh, yeah. is built, yeah. we're done. Absolutely. Or when Absolutely. I get to this position and this title, we're, good. we're done. Yeah. No. Yep. That's that. That's not it. So think about that. Did you put yourself where you are right now because you assumed that that was success years ago? So that's just something to Absolutely. think about there. Uh, anything you want to wrap up with, Scott? I would just say, you know, the, the last thing that uh, Dr. Tvek has a TED talk out there as well, which is linked in the article. But one of the things that she talks about is the power of yet. Um, so if you get the grade of not yet, you understand that you're learning, you're on a learning curve and it gives you a path into the future. Uh, that's quoting Dr. Dvek. From I like that. So I just like would that. encourage folks to, to look, especially after the tough year we've had, um, to say, you know, yeah, my, my goals and my plans definitely were derailed in 2020. We, we are not as an organization or I am not as a person where mm -hmm. I had wanted to be by last month in December of 2020. But it's a new year and not yet. So, so as you say, don't, don't set that bar too low and don't stop when you, you know, we talk about the glass ceiling uh, for women, right? But look mm -hmm. at the ones that have busted through it. Okay. Don't stop. Keep going. Right. Whatever That's that right. means in your personal mission, you're right. We need to talk mission, vision, values. Uh, we but, do. But wherever you are on that, and, and again, uh, this life leadership curriculum linked through my website, wherever you are, uh, these guys that founded that company are also going to be. Uh, pushing you. They've got all kinds of books and, and uh, 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 online radio resources 
uh, to talk about that and, and to spur you on. So my article talks about um, keeping uh, yourself accountable by telling someone your goals and writing down those goals. And uh, I think if you do that, then you're going to move past the not yet. I think you will as well. And I, I really like this. I like that power of yet and not yet knows that you're learning. Very, very cool. Love the way that people look at things. Also want to just, as I close up to let you guys know, you local listeners, we're not making money from this stuff. Absolutely. We're, we're, we're spending a lots of our own money to put this out. Now, no sympathy, no nothing. We don't ask for anything, but we want you to know that that these things that we're putting out there, we would let you know if we're being paid. Even when we say, hey, tell them Scott told you or tell you or, or Jason, that's that's not because we get paid for that. We That's not what we're here for. Scott and I make pretty good living for what we do, um, but what we can always do more. But what I want you to know is, is that's very important to us. We, we, we don't want you. And if they decide to charge you for something, then I'm pretty sure that they would make you aware of that. But we do not get any compensation for that. Local listeners, I hope you understand that we do what we do because we do it for you. Um, we want you to know that we're here for you. Notice that everything we talk about is you. When we talk about our lessons, I try to pinpoint back to local listeners because I always want to bring you into this conversation. Uh, Scott and I are very passionate about what we do. We love what we do. We do it so much that we get up real early in the morning on Fridays and we do these podcasts and we do it without hesitation. So Scott, thank you very much. Real quick before we quit, because we do have just 30 seconds, what's a book that you would tell somebody maybe to, to, to look out there and read? I think one of the things that's pretty uh, motivational, uh, and I don't know if you all have heard of it, it's a New York Times bestseller, Launching a Leadership Revolution, Ooh. Uh, Mastering the Five Levels of Influence. Uh, this Ooh. is written by Chris Brady and Oren Woodward, affiliated with the Life Leadership Company, of, uh, and I am a consultant for them. Uh, but that's Okay, yeah, no, that's fine. And that, and that would be discussed, but before us saying their name, we, we don't get compensated. Absolutely. So that's, yep. that's a good one, and you can get it uh, both in audio and print edition. Fantastic. Hey, welcome. Appreciate you. If you're new for your first time, if you've been listening and you are a local loyal listener, we greatly appreciate you. My name is Jason Cass. He's Scott Nearman, and we are MP Local Podcast, where we want you to know that you are not alone, and we are out.